Again. Should we? I think should we? we should. Yeah. Control the Marinas. Sorry, sorry for the extended intro right there, but there was a there was a, a big meme the other day on the uh, internets, and it was uh, after they announced uh, who was headlining at Coachella. There was a big thing that was who the fuck are the Stone Roses? Yeah, and uh, those are the fucking Stone Roses. One of the greatest bands, two great albums, and then uh, broke up, and now they're back. But um, yeah, I was I was very perturbed by this. Uh, at, at the lineup that people had dubbed Todd Cella, because it was Blur and the Stone Roses headlining on the first uh. night. But, uh, yeah, and people are like, who are the Stone Roses? And you're like, well, then you just don't fucking know music, because the Stone Roses are perfect. Who, who dubbed it Todd Cella? Uh, I, think, I think John Sowen huh? called it Todd Cella, because huh? it was, you know, two big Brit pop acts were headlining. It's your fantasy lineup. It, it really is, even yeah. though I'm not going. Oh. <laughs> it is, but... Because a- I, after seeing you dance, I realized maybe you shouldn't. No, no, not at no. all. By the way, Todd, how are we doing? Uh, doing good, Buck. Oh, doing, doing good, doing Buck. Right, and uh, also here is uh, Oscar Tayeda. What's up? And the, the reason I'm not going to Coachella is because usually if there's a band you really want to see, they'll play in Pomona or San Diego or Vegas, and you spend 60 bucks instead of spending $400 for three days when you only want to go to one night. So there's the Coachella win. And, and in the background. Yes. From the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Furry Murray, barking his ass off. Uh, so <laughs> we've, got, we've got some weird... Hear that? Oh, what is that? But, uh, yeah. Hit it up, Buck. Oh, sorry. Oscar? Is that, a, is that a new xylophone instrument? What is that? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's using it like so, an oboe. So if you hear this... What is this? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oscar, okay, I have a weird musical instrument in here as well that uh, my father-in-law gave me. It's like a weird Irish thing. And we have these... <laughs> we have these new mic stands, is what you're about to say. And we also... Okay, we have, a, we have two things audio-wise going on weird now. Oscar is playing this weird kind of sliding string Irish instrument. It looks Gaelic. Yeah, it looks... Yeah, it definitely does look uh, Gaelic. And then also we got these new mic stands. Oh, and then dogs barking in the background. Getting it together today is a little difficult. <laughs> so uh, I got I got new mic stands for the studio, and they're the kind with the the scissor arm mic stand, like you see in a professional recording studio. Before we just had the little uh, mini mic stands that you know connect to a bass, and there's a little stem on it. You're trying to class up the joint. You're trying to class up the joint. So yeah. so I get these online, and I order them from China. Because oh. being being me, I found the cheapest way to get this done possible. Nice. And, 
And I was like, oh, cool, mic stands for 35 bucks each. No problem. So I installed them. I screwed them into our table, the whole bit. And then... You destroyed the Swedish in the process. I, I did destroy the cheap-ass Swedish IKEA table. And then I, I, I get it all together. And then once we sit down, if you set down a beer... Oh, yeah. On the table, it, it vibrates the springs in the mic stand, and then you hear it. So if you, if, if you just... Like this... You can hear it on the table. And so now we have these weird... There's going to be some weird noises in the background. It's not we, so much a coil to hold it in, but so much as a harp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So everybody, let's let's play them real quick just so the audience knows what sounds these are. Get this out of me. Oh, you are... Blood of Kali. I rip her... Your, your heart out of your chest. Om dum shabai, om dum shabai. Kalamashadide. And then the dog barks in the background. Yes. Yeah. So, after that weird ass intro, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. Todd Perry, Buck Perez from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians. Our good buddy Oscar Taeda is enjoying a Bud Light Platinum. So, here's what we're doing on today's show. Uh, previously, we have discussed. A television show called My Strange Addiction, where people are addicted to the strangest things. Um, you know, unlike weed and alcohol, mm-hmm. it's something else. That's right, Buck here, Buck, Buck here. You're, you're addicted. Are you addicted to weed and alcohol, or just weed uh, and cigarettes and cigarettes? Yeah, all of the above. Are you saying have to have them? Like, but it's not a real addiction. Wake and bake. No, no. I'm just saying, do you frequently use them to the point where someone who doesn't understand your unique position would assume you're addicted? Sure, why not? Like, but, Dr. Drew uh, would say you're addicted, and you'd be like, nah, I'm cool. I would say I'm addicted to them like someone's addicted to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> people that are hooked on going to the gym and going I to the gym. I didn't go three days a week. Yeah, I, I'm addicted to them like that. That's my addiction to them. Not really so much a, the bad addiction. It's but a symbiotic it, relationship. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a positive addiction. Well, part of the problem with addiction is, is, is one of the classifications is if there are, uh, how do you say how do you say show? No. How do you say um, consequences to the addiction? Now, the gym, it's all positive. Unless you're like the crazy, weird, anorexic, bulimic gym addict that's, mm. that's sitting and, uh, you know, counting, counting calories crazy and vomiting and taking laxatives. Right. right. But, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, gym and pot really aren't... Uh, Jim and me, no. Apples and oranges. Exactly. I don't think I've ever been physically inside one working out. Like... Ever. No. But what, it, did you say like you those... went to the gym once and you it was to pick up weed? Yes, basically. It was to meet my weed dealer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was in there. Yeah. Is it like those people who are like constantly dieting and they still think they're fat? Yeah, people with body dysmorphic disorder. And then like, have you ever gotten to the point where like you smoke weed and you're like, I'm just not high enough. Hmm. I need to keep smoking. Well, that's the point. That's the problem with all drugs. Then you call up Youngblood. Hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Does he have the fill you up weed? Well, like, it's maybe, if you just can't quite get high enough. Young blood sometimes like it was a bug. Yeah, um, if you go over there, it's at least two or three passed at one time. So you're bound to walk out of there in a different state of mind. You know what I'm then saying? Then when you came in, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> that average- was well put. <laughs> exactly. So. Law of averages suggests. Yeah, you're gonna get pretty high. That you're gonna get pretty. I mean, that's the problem with all drugs. Really, it's like again, you're saying you're smoking the weed and you're just not quite high enough. Like. When you when you have a problem with 
alcohol, you're just not quite drunk enough. Just one more. Just one more, and then you're on the floor, and you're, you're, you got your shirt off, and you're yelling at the cops about the Jews, and you've beaten your wife, oh my and you've pissed yourself, mm. and you've shit yourself. This was Friday? You vomited yourself, mm. and um, yeah, that, I mean, that's what happens. And I mean, it's just like, I mean, the, the winner for that is cocaine, because cocaine... The, the, the old chasing the dragon thing, or as, as crack addicts say, having your bell rung. Yeah. Not that I've ever experienced this, but there is a point where if you do enough, you have this feeling of having, quote unquote, your bell rung, where you get, like, you, you, it goes into fifth gear, and you're like, whoa, shit. I could totally just, like, set myself on fire and run down the street right now. And, <laughs> and I'll be fine. And I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Like, I am king of the fucking universe. I'm about to, like, try to scale a building like Spider-Man. And that's having your bell rung. But that happens so infrequently that people keep using and using and using and shit gets real bad mm-hmm. just that, to get that bell rung. That might have happened to me once. It, it was at the time you just walked around the house talking to yourself? Yeah. Wow. Not that this ever happened. No. Not that you know from first-time experience. But yeah, I mean... I mean, but I'm glad I have a name for it now. What, walking around the house and talking to yourself? I know it's now called I Got My Bell Rung. Getting your bell rung. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ding! Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> I just got that one. Anyway, talking about drugs. But anyway, we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show, talking about My Strange Addiction. Um, but uh, And also, at the end of the show, a little bit of real talk. Oh, boy. A little bit of real talk. I'm going to bring it. I, I am on fire with this one. Oh, wow. So you guys be ready. I mean, you know, okay, we'll get into it later. All so right. we, we've got all that going on. Also, I want to talk a little bit about Chinese New Year's. That's mm. right. I want to talk about Chinese New Year's. So oh. uh, Valentine's Day was just as today's Sunday when we we're recording, and Valentine's Day was Wednesday. Right. And um, I, I took my wife out the other day for my Valentine's wife. Day. This is first year of marriage. Valentine's. Uh, second year marriage? Second, second, second time year marriage. Marriage. Yeah. So last year you did the big thing. You did a big thing, didn't you? Mm, I did a big thing? Didn't you? That her? was when I was single and drunk. Didn't you, didn't you take her somewhere? Yeah. yeah. I, d- I don't remember, actually, what we nice. did last year. So it was probably just a, a meal somewhere and I got her flowers. But oh. this, this year, traffic was horrible on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And it took me an hour and a half to get home. I had to take the side streets back from Marina Del Rey, which... I got to have a nice ride through uh, Slauson Boulevard all the way to the 110. Oh, beautiful. 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 I used to, I used to actually work. Oh, yeah. I used to work with this girl named Nakia, mm-hmm. who was beautiful. She was. Beautiful. And uh, Nakia once told me, I said, Nakia, are there any guys you will never date? She was, she was like, I never date any brothers who live off of Slauson because they ghetto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nakia once told this to me. So I, was, I had to drive down Slauson all the way to the 110. It was very difficult. I checked in on Foursquare. At, nice. at, at a Crenshaw and Slauson. Nice. That's, as Adam Carolla would say, that's God's country as you, over there. As you pass through it. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> ma- then the mayor, the mayor, it was at a stoplight, and the mayor then on Foursquare hits you back if you're the mayor, and he's like, you know, if, uh, this is a good place to buy bootleg DVDs and hang out with gangbangers, which oh, is what the mayor great. told me. So thank oh, nice. you very much. So anyway, it was very, very packed. So my wife and I, I, I made reservations. I did not make reservations, so... And my wife wanted to go to this place in downtown Long Beach called Lola's, which is great Mexican food. But I was just so tired from driving an hour and a half, and I've been ill. My voice is still kind of fucked up. I was ill all week. So I said, you know, let's just go somewhere local. Let's just go somewhere right over by the Lakewood Mall. There's a ton of, like, stupid chain restaurants. So let's just, let's just go over there. And you get went to a- the Elephant Bar. Uh, we did not. There was an hour-long wait at the Elephant Bar. Did you go to the Supermax? 
We went to the Supermax. Yes. Because that's where I take my <laughs> wife out to Mexican food places with super in them. Horrible. That's how you know it's classy times when it's not just Mex, but Supermax. Supermax yeah. is actually really good, though. Yeah, Supermax is good. And the, the, the margaritas, I was fucked up mm-hmm. after two. You actually went to Supermax. For Valentine's, yeah, I took. Yeah, th- I mean that's. A, that's you should have just made her dinner at home, dude. It would have been a little bit better than that. There's a reason. There's a two minute wait at Super Rex on Valentine's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's the bottom of the barrel. And, no, no, I'll tell you what the bottom of the Seat barrel. Yourself. Was. <laughs> Serious. Go ahead, find a place. It sounds ghetto, Super Mex. Yeah, <laughs> like, I never understood that. That sounds like Super Mex. Sounds like the greatest like Mexican TV show with a really fat guy and a midget and a woman with humongous tits. I'm seeing. Uh, I'm seeing like. Uh, What's the one show, early 80s, um, where the guy got the, the Superman suit, but he, he wasn't really cut out for it. He had the long, the curly hair. World's Greatest American Hero. Right? Yeah, like that, but like the updated Mexican version of it, and it's super mechs, and he gets handed the, the ship, but he doesn't really know how to control He's flying out of control, you know? And he's got, like, and he's got the soccer player like yeah. mullet haircut. <laughs> I know my goal stuff, you know, falling into trash cans, doing all this. Why shit. does that sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger is a Mexican? I know my goal Actually, you know what they should Thank do? You. They should make a show called Mexican TV show, but it's in English, right? Mm. And you have like a guy, real fat guy, like Chris Christie type, right? And then he, and then and then a woman with real big tits, like a Baywatch, Pamela Anderson looking guy, and like you know a, a, a little person, like Matt Roloff from Little People, Big World, or. You know, uh, the, the dude from Game of Thrones, or mm. Wee Man, my yeah. neighbor growing up. There you go, Wee Man. Yeah, and, and then you, you have it just like, because obviously these shows are really big. What do they call it? Sabado Gigante? Oh, yeah. In Mex- on uh, the Spanish station, you'd have like a Sabado Gigante, but the English version. Because clearly this is entertaining. It's just as in Spanish, so I don't get most of the humor. But I figure if you did the English version where they do all the same bits, you know, they have the guy with the little, they have the, the guy in a bee suit. And it, they have that now. It's with Wayne Brady. I think it's called uh, Let's Wayne Make a Brady. Deal. Yeah. Let's really? Make a Deal. Oh. Wayne Brady? Mm-hmm. But wouldn't that be great? You'd have this show called, uh, you know, Mexican TV show, like that 70s show, you know? But I still like my idea better. In Supermax? Supermax. He could be, that could be a reoccurring character. Like, you know, The Simpsons were on the Tracy Ullman show. Right. You know, Supermax okay. shows up every once in a while. Like, mm. there's drama, and then he shows up. Like, it helps out. The, the guy in the B-suit's like his homie. Right. And they go and they solve crimes together. I'm seeing it. Yeah. And, and but, but anyway, so you were talking about Supermax in the low-end place next to it. You were saying that, that that was the bottom of the barrel to take my wife to Supermax. Well, but, for Valentine's, yeah. I mean, for any other day, it would be fine. But guess what was happening right next to the Supermax? There is a hometown buffet. Oh. And for people who, I don't know if Hometown Buffet is a nationwide thing or, I don't know, we have international listeners. Hometown Buffet is where you could basically pile high cheap ass ribs, sky high, on top of meatloaf. The dog is really going for it outside. On top of meatloaf. And it's like, ultimately, it's the overeater's paradise. It's like. Have you had it? It's actually not that. I, I, I had it a long time ago and it wasn't horrible, but. When it comes to romantic meals, <laughs> like when you're weighing your food, it's not romantic no longer. And yeah. you're, you're drinking Kool-Aid and you're eating like ribs. And then, and then you have those cheap ass desserts. They usually have these buffet places. Oh, yeah. Like, and so I saw the line outside. And there was a line outside of the hometown buffet. And honestly, I'm not a sizist. There were some big ass people on their Valentine's Day date to the hometown buffet. Right. 
Buck is now bringing the dog in because the dog is losing his shit outside. So that would have been the lowest end. But you know, I wonder if hometown buffet they have like wine <laughs> or like margaritas. The Charles Shaw at home buff- at hometown buffet. Right, all 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 you could ever want. But so that that's how I spent my uh, Valentine's Day. But then later I took my wife to go see David Allen Greer for Valentine's Day uh, nice. last night. At Irvine Improv, and David Allen Greer was one of the funniest stand-ups I'd ever seen. But it was fantastic. So, so you, made, I, you made up for the shitty Supermax. Yeah, we knew. So it, was a, it was a weak night. Yeah, you, you knew you did a wrong. I did a wrong. You did a wrong. You do me wrong. Y'all do me wrong. Were there yeah. any gifts or baubles, uh, you know, traded? Baubles? Did you? Tra- I'm not getting into the intimate details did, of my sex did life. You, uh, did you get her like you know a necklace, something like that, traditional type shit? I Tiffany's. Got did you go to Tiffany's? I gave did her you, some peonies. Did you spend a year and a half salary? Well, yeah. then you don't love her. <laughs> That's how those commercials make you feel, right? They do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. She's worth it, isn't she? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, man. It's only it? fifty-two weeks for the salary. Times are tough, man. Shit. Oh, don't get me into that. Yeah. When I, mean, I had to buy the. The diamond, the engagement diamond. Mm. I also had a conversation one night where I was a little inebriated and I explained to her that diamonds were as rare as pigeons. And that basically there's a company that holds all the diamonds and they go, there's this many diamonds this year. And diamonds are really kind of worthless, but but you can't explain that to a woman. You go, actually, diamonds aren't worth shit, but they're just held back. You, you really like, made it special. You should. I made it very special. You made it special for her. You should have just... Played Blood Diamond like five times. <laughs> Every time she walks in, here, watch this. Hey, honey, Blood Diamond's on again. Yeah. Let's watch this. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good s- movie. Save a guy a couple grand. Yeah. But anyways, well, we're all over the place today, but uh, good, good time. So, and, uh, so Oscar, you have a a lady. Yeah. Did you do anything for Valentine's Day? I did dinner at the house. Oh, you cooked. Cooked dinner at the house. Tell me what you eat. I might cook for you. Yeah, a little like bit Prince. of Straight up, a little bit of baked chicken, a little rice. Little Ooh. salad. Ooh, that's what I'm saying, Oscar. You, know? you did it. You uh, did uh, some Frederick of Hollywood gift. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. see, see, he got her the nasty lingerie because <laughs> Frederick of Hollywood is the nastier than the I'm Victoria's sorry. Secret. Not married yet, right? Not married yet. This is what happens before the marriage and after. So no supermax. <laughs> no supermax. <laughs> Once you get married, it's all supermax shit. Even and though yeah. your girlfriend is is Mexican. Yeah, you but st- she probably wouldn't handle. Oh no, she is bullshit. You had to take me some place called Supermax. Fuck that. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I, I am the right? Supermax. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. In what? this relationship, she is the Supermax, right? I and mean, we just hung out by the fire at the house. Oh, doing it fire. Up. Yeah, well, you know, I just put on a DVD for the Yule log, and we just watch it. <laughs> nice. The heater on really high. Nice. <laughs> and that's it. She gets all sweaty. Yeah, gotta, it's like we're hanging out at the fire by the fire. You have house. a faux bearskin rug. You mm-hmm. got one of them 3D TVs. It's like you're there. We didn't even use the couch. We just lay on the on the carpet. Yeah. Oh, that's how you do it. Oh wow. Well, you beat me. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, call yeah. me next year. I'll let you know what to do. All right. Also, right over by the uh, in in the uh, the chain restaurants right by my house. Now I wanted to bring this up on previous shows, but I, I, I for some reason we didn't get to it. But hmm. um. And the, the the chain restaurants, Restaurant Row in Lakewood, they they also have a Red Lobster, and it was probably like a nine hour wait for the Red Lobster. Is Red Lobster really that good? My wife and I, I got a gift certificate from my dad to go to Red Lobster mm. for uh for my birthday, right? So my wife and I went to Red Lobster uh, a couple of weeks ago because they had a gift card, right? Yeah, mm. and so. There was a, like it was like it was a long wait. Yeah. It was packed, and I was like, okay, when I was a kid, 
if you like, it was like the Kennedys went to Red Lobster. It was like the Perrys could never afford Red Lobster. Exactly. It was like if you maybe if you got straight A's. And then also you were like on the honor roll, and then like they literally named the school after you. Right. My mom might be might go, well, we'll go there and have an appetizer. It was a treat. It was like Ferrell's back in the mm. day. Yeah, Remember right. Ferrell's, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. Red Lobster was like only like people would walk in there with spats and a monocle, <laughs> and you know get ready to just lay down like the black Amex or right. like the Diners Club card to eat at Red Lobster. Right. And I was I was with my wife, and I was like, wait. Is Red Lobster still like that? It's like, was our family cheap, or was Red Lobster actually really good and is now kind of kind of a little more low end? Yeah. Now, or was it was our family that cheap? And we couldn't figure it out whether our family was cheap or whether Red Lobster. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't figure it out whether it, it had denigrated so now that people like me could now afford to eat at Red Lobster. It's like Sears or something. Yeah, I think right. Much Sears like, back in the day was the place to go to. Now, hmm, not so much. Not so much. No offense to all my I think few much, friends much that work like, at Sears. Yeah. Much like the mic stands. Cheap. <laughs> right. you know, right. you, Todd, you know what you could do to, to amp it up for next year? Mm. Yeah. Take her to medieval to medieval times. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ooh. That's yeah. That's taking it two steps above. Two steps above from uh, what you did this year. A little jousting. It might be three. Some, some chicken. No, yeah. no forks and knives. No fuss. No muss. Uh, well, I I think that my wife would like a little bit of tournament mm-hmm. with her meal. You know, you could be her champion. Yeah. What was that? Was some joke some other comedian told about having some tournament? But I don't know. Really, I don't know. But but but, all, but I don't know. I don't know if Valentine's Day a wife really wants to eat with her fingers. Mm. I don't know. That's the deal. Moving on. Yeah. My Strange Addiction on uh, TLC is a fantastic show. We've previously uh, done some shows where we talked about uh, My Strange Addiction, and we were talking about addictions earlier. Mm. Now, Oscar, you seem to me to be, besides the occasional cigarette, mm. an addiction-free man, I believe. Wow. Pretty much. Yeah. You, you like smokes. That's it. You drink. How often do you drink? Uh, maybe once a week at most. Really? Maybe. You don't have just like a beer at night? No. Really? I have like a 12-pack of Corona at the house that's been there for a month. I haven't wow. touched one. Wow. How do you cope? <laughs> <laughs> See, that before and after the wedding day. I've, I've officially become one of those social drinkers. I never thought that really existed. That mm. was all bullshit. Yeah. But I only drink when I'm around people. Really? Otherwise, I don't drink. Wow. And my girlfriend doesn't drink, so You don't, don't drink, drink alone? I don't drink alone. No. <laughs> There's never a day like you get home from no. work and you go, shit, man. I have like... Fuck that. I have a ton Pound of it. alcohol at my house. I have like... Yeah. I, have, I have two bottles of whiskey. Ooh. Like, what kind? Uh, single malt. Like so high can, quality shit. I can shit. come by uh, when? You, so, whenever. All right, very good. Uh, <laughs> you guys, if you guys come, I'll drink. All right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to sit there. I have a shit ton of... Liquor. I have, you know, I have whiskey. Those, those, uh, those whiskey um, ceramic... Things you put in the refrigerator so that you don't actually affect the whiskey. Oh, I know what you're talking. Yeah, uh, it, it, they're like, ceramic ice cubes. This is pro. Yeah, I have like shape. I have it all. I don't use any of it. Mm. Wow. I you know my my wife she once said we should get like a wine cooler or you know some place to fridge. store store wine and there was no point because I it'll go, be gone by the time it'll, it'll be gone by the time like the amount of wine like it, we don't need to chill it. It was like I I once told a friend of mine I said there's no point in ever putting a six pack in the refrigerator. Yeah. Because it'll right. just it just goes. Like there's no, you know, it, it, you keep it on the countertop maybe in the living room. Right? Dude, I have so much alcohol in my house it's absurd. 
I have I have a bottle of Carvasia I haven't touched for three years. It's just oh, sitting there, oh, unopened. Nice. You guys need to come over. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Some some port. I have some port wine at the house. Port's disgusting. Well, I have yeah, it if you want bad. it. You'll drink it if there's nothing else. Oh yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we'll have a tasting at your house. We should. I, like all this. Shit. And I'll sell some. I'll sell some Tupperware. <laughs> Oscar and I once drank. Okay, you know they, they have bottles of wine, right? And they have like your regular like a 750 milliliter boom thing of wine, and then they have that. The big bottle of wine, not quite like the round basketball mm, one, but right. like they have the uh, 1.5 milli, they have the, the big one. Uh, uh, Oscar and I, one time we were going to Lebowski Fest in LA. Yeah. And so then we, instead of like paying money for drinks inside, we chugged one of these bottles of port. Oh, yeah, it was bad. And we, we were like just passing it. We we're like sitting in the car. We're like, this okay, is so bad. What are you, the fucking kid? <laughs> From Stand By Me, like, pounded the castor oil before the shit? Like, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I picture this, like, Wah! And we were so, we got real drunk. <laughs> yeah. And this was, this was the, that, that night we met Jeff Bridges. Yeah. We got to meet Jeff Bridges. There's video of that online, but we're not in it, but that scene. But I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. But so, um, we, we, were at, we went to go to Lebowski Fest, and we chugged a shitload of port before we went in to save Ugh. money, and then we had, like, white Russians in there. Mm-hmm. So you imagine the floor and the fauna of your stomach when it's port wine, which is a, milk. Des- a dessert wine milk, yeah. Malibu, Kahlua, and, yeah. and so the, the great moment of that was we saw the guy uh, from Fargo, the pancake Oh yeah, Pete uh, St- uh, Stormare. Yeah, yeah, who was also the, the guy in the, in the Big Lebowski who I come to fix the cobble. Yeah, Carl Hungus. Carl Hungus. And yeah. my my sister is a huge fan of Fargo. It's her favorite movie. So we were there, and it's like it's like midnight. We're at Lebowski Fest, and I see this guy, and I said, "Could you please call my sister? Because I'm I'm wasted. My sister lives in Connecticut." So she's three hours, three in the morning in Connecticut, and I put the phone up to it, and it, I go, could you just tell her pancake? And he goes, oh, yeah, that's fine. And he's like, pancake, 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 into the phone. Now, when that was I, awesome. When I called, my sister's husband at the time picked up the phone, Tom, and just picked up the phone and just heard some random guy going, pancake, pancake, into the phone. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's like, someone's coming to kill us. I'm right. like freaked out. And the next day I was like, sorry, I was drunk. And I just wanted to do something nice. And he's like, he scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it must have been like three in the morning over there. Right. Yeah, I woke him up. So we're talking about addiction. <laughs> talking about drinking port wine. We're all over the place today. But you know what? We're going long form. You guys are like long podcasts. That's what we're giving you today. Um, Booyah! So let's uh, let's discuss some people who who have some uh, some bizarre. Whoa! They got issues. Oh, they, there's a little Stone Roses for everybody. Uh, that was still playing. Let's see. All right, Stone so, Roses, everybody. Yeah. Ding dong! Ding dong! So uh, let let's start here. My strange addiction on TLC. Fuck that noise. My name is Charmissa. I'm 35 years old. I live in Dallas, Texas. And I'm addicted to eating dryer sheets. What, dryer hey, sheets? Hey, yeah. What? Like dryer sheets, like the, the fabric softener that oh, yeah. you put. I don't know what you're talking, snuggle? Yeah. A, l- a little, little, uh, little salt and pepper on that? Ugh. Ugh. I mean, Charmissa's addiction to chewing dryer sheets began four years ago. She was initially tempted by the clean laundry scent. It's very tempting. I like how some people like they're like they have the heroin dealer in the neighborhood who's like, 
you want to feel like Charlie Parker, and you're like you're tempted by that. But she just tempted by good, clean, fresh scent. Are, are these people like you know? I have a feeling that these people were all abused at some point. Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. How come they don't talk about that? Instead? Yeah. <laughs> it's avoided. Um, can I offer a little stoner advice? Yeah, stoner advice 101. Uh, the best way to cover up the scent if you are smoking in a household and you can't is to take a toilet paper roll yeah. and to stuff a snuggle or fabric softener in the middle of the roll. And when you exhale the uh, smoke, it will smell like the fabric softener, not the oh, smell nice. of weed. Yes. Common knowledge. Oh. But stoner one. You got to write that shit down. Stoner 101. We should do a show. Like you oh, don't have like Lycus one hundred and one. I have a lot of knowledge. Should do buck. We should. A we can lot make, of knowledge. We can make this show even more socially irresponsible, which kind of gets me in my quiet moments. Yes. Like at three in the morning, I wake up in the middle of the night, be like, I need to edit that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Who did I talk about? Who did? All right. How to make an apple pipe in less than a minute. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's all for YouTube. Yep. And it smells so good. It's a shame. Mm, mm, mm. It's ridiculous how much I want to do it. I'm doing this almost every hour on the hour. That's crazy. The taste of a dry sheet is pretty much the way it smells. It's not sweet at all, of course, but it's kind of spicy and tangy at the same time. I remember the first time that I saw her showing the dry sheets, and she just pulled it out of her bra. Like, that's not normal. I've always been a busty girl. It's just been a convenient place for me to place things. My bank card, my phone. So what's more convenient than placing my uh, my dryer sheet sandwich in my bosom? My dryer sheet sandwich. Yes. Chicks are doing that a lot. Putting shit in Ah, the titties? Yeah. Do do you notice that? Well, I've handed some girl something recently, and she's like, oh, okay, I'll hold that for you. Oh, yeah. It's right down there. Yeah. No, it was not. Thank you. Everything about me is not weed. Thank you. Jesus. Was it weed? No, it was not. <laughs> I, I've seen that, though, when women, they, they pull shit out. It was cocaine. Titty. Sorry. All right. There was a woman. There was a woman on the, the, they have the TV show where they make specialty bras. Oh, yeah. And there was a woman who had, like, each bra was, like, like each boob could have fit, like, nine gallons of liquid. Like, and she just had, like, she had her wallet. Like, not just, like, her credit cards or something. She had, like, a full-on, like, big chick wallet in between the boobs. Wow. Yeah. It's storage space, I admit. Kind of jealous. It's an extra pocket or two. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. That I don't have. But dryer sheets. That is... that is. Uh, there's no buzz on a dryer sheet either. I wouldn't is... think so. I have to wash my hands after I touch those things because the... the, the film that it leaves on your hands is nasty right Right. yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty nasty so it can't be healthy for her i got a weird smell thing where i i don't don't wear cologne Hmm. or i don't put on any uh, lotions or anything like that because it 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 distracts me all day my wife says i'm a a shapeshifter i guess there's some werewolf tv show where people are shapeshifters and have these crazy uh Hmm. smells but can i uh can i offer a suggestion to take this show up a notch yeah let's do this kind of uh you know, take their addictions, but do it man versus food style and kind of oh. make them like, yeah, kind of take on a challenge of how many fabric softener sheets this bitch can eat in one, one go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, imagine what your, your your poop is like. Let's take up the carnage. She probably has the best smelling shit ever. <laughs> it's all fibrous, too. But I want her to realize that this is bad. Yes. Bad news. 
Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. So, some other people here have some strange, strange Estron Hero addictions. My mom and pretty much everyone in the family tells me, you need to eat. I tell them that I'm trying to do something about it because I don't want them to know what's going on. Do or do not, there is no problem. I've almost completely isolated myself from everyone. Is that, is that like a Seattle action? At home accent? and take my laxatives and be near the bathroom. Wow, you, you could call well, that? When I first started taking the laxatives, <laughs> that would Seattle? make me shrink. Wow. What's going on? That's amazing. Really? Is that Seattle? I don't, I don't know where she... Sounds southern to me. I don't know what that sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Downtrodden white people sounds like Seattle usually. Yeah, yeah. Usually. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let's, let's hear her addiction. Oh, I'm sorry. I've almost completely isolated myself from everyone. I just want to be at home and take my laxatives and be near the bathroom. Well, when I first started taking the laxatives, it would make me extremely sick and I would have to spend more time in the bathroom at this point i have to take them to be regular All right. uh, can i just mention the positive yes sure good for anal sex oh Ooh. okay wow yeah. one positive chone chone yeah <laughs> good for the chone chone good for the chone chone no oh, okay all right that, she's always she's always clean hmm. I, I think when you when you're you talking about addictions usually the, the big problems tend to be the underlying the the um outside things that it causes and Think about the amount of toilet paper this woman goes through on a daily basis. Oh, my gosh. Like, she'd have to go to Costco at least, you know, once a day. And, like, my mother, I used to always joke, my mother used to have the, the toilet paper room. Yeah. Because she oh, had, it, was, it ended up becoming your bedroom. Yeah, my bedroom after I moved out of my mother's apartment. Hey. It, it, was, it became the toilet paper room because my mother's friend... This little insight to the Perry's yeah, what? mind space. My mm-hmm. mother's friend had a Costco card because a Costco card costs 50 bucks a month. That's right. Or a year. A year. A year. And so my mother, who would never spend 50 bucks for a Costco card, would you know, kind of hop onto her Costco card. So whenever her friend was going to Costco, trail along with her and buy large amounts of toilet paper and paper towels. Mm. Was this the little lady? No, no, no. My oh. mother used to have a, a little person friend who was did, amazing. Did this lady know your mom was using her? Was she, she didn't mind? I know. that There should have been a discussion yeah. that my mother was using this woman purely for the Costco card. I, that's what I'm saying. It was, it's pretty rude. So after I moved out of the apartment for about six years, the apartment that my, my old bedroom became the toilet paper room. It still is, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah well, she, she, she moved out of there. Oh. So she was saving money by stockpiling the toilet paper, mm-hmm. which was good. Was this right. for Y2K, by the way? No, it was just for you know Y2 poop. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she was saving money by stockpiling toilet paper and had a room to do it, but for six years paid an extra $300 a month rent for an extra room. Yeah. You know, so I'm just the cost benefit. But just think about the amount of of laxatives this woman's eating and think about the worst date you could ever have would probably be with this girl. Hmm. Right? She's like you're like sitting down in the movie, she's like, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> like, yeah, her ass must be raw at this point. Yeah, like just real raw. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she uses three ply. We were talking about this on a previous show mm. about how... I, think- I was going to start talking about that, actually. Really? Well, yeah. I'm what are your to- thoughts? Well, I have a specific toilet paper I have to buy. What's that? It's the, you know, the Charmin Strong Roll. Okay. I'm sorry, Howie Mandel. What? Versus the... <laughs> <laughs> Does it work well with the white gloves you wear exactly. to touch everything? What's going on? 
<laughs> Let's just uh, leave it there. Wait, wait, wait. What's the benefit of the? Was it the Charmin strong roll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the, and what's the benefit to... of it, though? I mean, there's a reason why you buy it because it's super absorbent. It's yeah, nice it, on the head, nice on the bottom. What? It's just it's it's it proper it provides the proper amount of cleanage I need. I just okay. know how many pieces I need, and if I see that it's a shitty like I can see through that shit, I double it. I mm. take that number and I double it. But and some I, toilet I just papers are rawer than others. Keep it going and, and on my kind hand. Of hurts your butt. Yeah, what are you like do? Scotts? I would never use Scotts. Is that is that low end? <laughs> low end. <laughs> really? I'd like to on a, a next next show. Mm. That the, the, the you maybe in the future next recording session, I'd like you to bring in a top five of toilet paper because mm. when I the thing is when I go to the toilet paper aisle, I look at it and I'm I'm a I I should have been in another life like a number cruncher for like cheapness because I look and I go okay so how okay that's you had a whole show about it yeah that I know yeah <laughs> I was like that's. Four rolls, but they're kind of larger than the other six roll one. But these are larger four rolls, and that's six ninety nine versus five ninety nine. So for that extra dollar, and I will sit and I will stress myself out in the toilet paper section. I've yet right. to figure out the best value. If you were on that one show, supermarket like crazy show, remember that? Oh yeah, you would freak out because you'd be stuck in the fucking toilet paper. All right, crowd. but look, let, oh my go, God. going back to this girl, let's talk about cost of, if we're talking about cost effectiveness. Yeah. yeah. She's not eating anything except for laxatives. So you're saving a lot of money on food. That's just, okay. so you would never you could take her to Supermax Cheap date. Cheap and she'd date. have like two tortilla chips. And yeah. that's it. And then and, take, then and then take, you know, some I laxatives. think she's just liquid. She just have the salsa. <laughs> That'd be burning. Just the salsa. That would hurt. She she wants that though. Listen to her. She needs those laxatives just to be regular. That's your cray. Have you guys ever taken a, I've never taken a laxative. Mm. I've never needed to because mm. I have super bowels. It's, we've right. discussed. I don't know why Oscar comes on the show. We talk about shit the whole time. Mm. I have no idea. Sorry, dude. Uh, Oscar, have you ever taken a laxative? No, never. But I only poop once for every four days. Yeah, that's true. What? Yeah. It's got to be toxic. Yeah. No, it's fine. Exactly. I, I, I prefer it. You're going to have toxic shock syndrome like when Ooh. women like... Oh. Okay, I, I won't make the show that disgusting. Getting the toxic mm. shock syndrome. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so, let's go back to strange addictions. Oh wait, so there's a little more on the last. <laughs> Versus list. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, and normally I take around probably anywhere from twenty to forty, and I'll eat lunch. Twenty to take forty. Some more laxatives. Gonna take twenty five right now. Hi, Chihuahua. Yeah, that's a lot of laxatives. All right, let's let's go let's go on to uh, another gal here. Hmm. Um. This girl has a very uh, almost. Well, the topic is anal related, so we're gonna talk about shit. I just realized why we're talking about shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When we were talking about the bras, I wasn't talking about poop. That's true. Unless you poop in a bra, you diverted it. Yep. Well, you know, it's like when depending on who's coming on the show, like I kind of pick topics that fit that person. Oh, thanks. And and so like you know when I know I know Chambers is coming we might do more relationship stuff because he always we- has weird relationship stuff going on. I'm the poop guy. You're the poop guy. John Salwin comes on. We do more like kind of weird discussions. You, mm. you you're the poop guy. So Oscar, you're the shit. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> my name is Lori. I'm 31 years old and I'm addicted to sleeping with my blow dryer. Whoa! I put it on my hands, on my feet. And the sound of it puts me at ease, and I go to sleep. She's like a blow jar expert. Her I mean, ex-husband. She looks at the wattage, the volts. 
I really like to be able to adjust the heat setting at night. This one doesn't. <laughs> Does that sound sexual? What I the really fun? like to adjust the heat setting at night. Uh-huh. That's yeah. not safe. What is she's sleeping with it on a on a, on the mattress? Yeah, like yeah. She puts it next to like like. <laughs> she's gonna let on fire. That's what I'm thinking. You're not supposed to have like anything like fabric next to it. I don't think you know. Imagine what her mattress looks like in the sheets. I- imagine like if she had a memory foam mattress, it'd be like this depression right. of of the uh, blow dryer right there. Right. I don't know, man. Imagine being a guy that has to sleep next to that chair. And it, uh. well, you slept with a teddy bear for a long time. I still do, but so I mean, your wife hasn't divorced you. Mm. No, that's fine. Well, no, because well, because here here's the deal: a good marriage is all about before you marry somebody, finding somebody who's compatible. She has pig and bear, yeah, and I have mm. Teddy and Teddy the tiger. So if he slept with his razor, you think they'd still be together? His razor? Well, if she has a blow driver. And he, oh, he hit like his little face yeah, razor. Yeah. But I mean, that's a little less invasive because it just sits there, right? And then, like, the blows all night. How would you like to show your bid with that, you know? Mm. And have a cool button. So, this is a no go. There is absolutely an emotional dependency on my blow dryer. It For is real? psychological, it's emotional, it's physical. <laughs> I don't it's want physical. anybody telling me that I can't use it. Would you date this chick, Buck? No. This chick, Cray. Yeah. Like, for real. I would tell her you can't use it. Yeah. I'm that guy. I will tell you the, the harsh shit. The, you, for you, real. You will. You, that first night you stay yeah, over you and she pulls out the blow dryer. Deal breaker. Like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Would you say, oh, hell no? But then again, the craziest ones are always the best in bed. Yep. That's true. I would so, have a threesome with her in her So I'd like to see how she would implement the blow dryer in oh, the sex act. I can think of Because you know she does that. How, how would you do it, Oscar? Yeah, well, imagine, like, you know, it has a cord. You could whip her with it. Mm. Oh. That's a plus. That's kind of That's kind of weird. Well, come on. It's kind of we're talking about people who eat. It's about people who eat. Uh, who eat uh, Charmin? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd figure you'd be kind of on top, and you'd be like doing her hair at the same time. Like <laughs> you'd be like war baby. And yeah, shampoo. you're having a whole like, like shampoo fantasy. Yeah, right? I'm gonna do your hair, girl. <laughs> yeah, mm, it would exactly. be like yeah, I'd be like doing her hair. She's like, she oh. might be down with that. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Todd's gay hairstylist fantasy while he's having sex. Oh, and the problem is, I'd be the worst person. For this woman to date because I'll, I'll you have no you. hair. I, yeah, I never use a hair dryer. Mm, I haven't used a hair dryer in like seventeen years. <laughs> well, let's let's pull that back a little. Ever, uh, Twenty years. No, I mean like you know forward. <laughs> what? I'm sure they used a hair dryer when we lived in the mm. in the apartment. Did I use it? Yes, you did. Really? Mm. The only time I use one now is uh, with my puppy. Like I, I dry him after I give him a bath, and I sit with the hair dryer, and he sits very proud, and I go through his fur. But you know, hmm. it's nice. Would you ever get a haircut from a bald barber? Because that's where I draw a line. Really? If I go in, the guy's bald. Well, Sorry. you're baldest, sir. No offense. Yeah, I don't want someone who doesn't have hair cutting my hair. It's like you don't want to get a tattoo from a person who doesn't have any. Yeah, right. Mm. Exactly. Mm. That's my philosophy on it. You figure you might some have have some kind of internal rage. <laughs> He's going to fuck up my hair, especially since I have the widow's peak, which I think bald people are secretly jealous of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, look at that asshole. That, that's you know? a part of my life that can't perform. Look at that son of a bitch. Because I've had it since seventh grade, so. Mm. All right, last one. What do we got here? All right. Rock. 
My name is Lisa. I'm 43 years old. I live in Detroit, Michigan, and I'm addicted to eating cat hair. Just chewing it is relaxing. It's a comforting feeling. Her fur is such an interesting texture. It's so soft and fluffy and like cotton candy, almost. Sometimes they do get stuck in your teeth, but you you can just get... I'm getting a premonition on this one. Unmarried? Not married. I'm, I, I don't no, know. They didn't... No man whatsoever. No, I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> no man. This is the cat woman. This is cat woman. I like you're sitting, you're sitting there with the girl like you're on a date maybe. Maybe you're, you're back at her house and you're like watching Homeland oh, or something. God. And you're like, bitch, why are you eating your cat? <laughs> <laughs> so it, you've seen the footage. She's literally licking the cat. like trying. She to the, licks the like cat. From, Oh. Or she picks. I mean, she's got to have to go through a lot of cats, right? Because that's gonna be one bald ass cat. It's gonna look like a, one of those Siamese or whatever. Right. Those really creepy looking cats. Right. Because she's a, she licks the cat and gets the cat hair on her, and then she or she pulls the cat off the cat hair off the cat and like eats it. But chihuahua. Ugh. And like I'm a, I'm allergic to cats. This is like the worst one. Yeah, this is yeah. Cool. <laughs> you, you're like kind of speechless right now. You're just, <laughs> Nothing to say. That's just nasty. Like I'm allergic to cats, and like recently I was in um, Illinois to go uh, to my uncle's house. Oh, while he was, that's cat heaven. Yeah, Illinois. While he was in uh, he was in the hospital, so I stayed at his condo, and immediately I walked in, and I was like, oh, there's a cat here. And I was just screwed. My allergies went through the roof. I'm like sneezing. My eyes are watering. My head is fuzzy. Oh, I couldn't imagine eating cat hair. It's like, <laughs> would you eat furry Murray's? Yeah. No, I would Dog not eat furry Murray's. You're getting a lot closer to your animal. I've noticed. But you love him. him. Yeah. Oh, I love him to death. But I mean, he loves me. But he's not like eating. Well, not my well, head he... hair. I don't have any my, my pubic hair. I don't feel my pubic hair to my dog. You know. And then the well, funny thing, furry Murray. That's how, how weird things are getting. Yeah. This is how much my wife needs to have an actual human child. Hmm. She read the other day, because my dog is mostly greyhound, that the greyhounds are, 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 have a predilection towards losing their teeth, right? They so, like to. So she decided the other day that we need to brush the dog's teeth every day, which is now you're way too involved in the dog's life. Oh I, I was like sitting there holding the dog down, and she was brushing the dog's teeth with dog toothpaste that smells like beef. Say what now? And I was like, we've gotten, we've gotten too far. No, that is too We've far. gone too far. I had a dog for 15 years. I loved Polly. I didn't brush her teeth. Brush No, it's time for hashtag real talk. Controversial opinions for a sophisticated audience. All right. Uh, now is a section of our show we haven't done in a while. It's called Real Talk. Oscar, have you ever been here for an episode where we did Real Talk? I don't know. I don't think so. Buck, obviously you are... Uh, I'm the realist. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you, you're used to hearing my Real Talk. Now, I'm going to... Just preface this with people who are sensitive to real talk, turn off the show. Mm. Wait till our next show to listen. Go put on Mark Marin, someone who's not going to offend you. Some Dave Cause. Adam Carolla. Yeah, go listen to some smooth jazz by Dave Cause. Just turn off the fucking show right now. All right? Mm. You people, just, I'm sorry, you know, you have to make a warning. Women yeah. and children first. Head for the aisles. You because need a disclaimer on this. You're about to get effed in the A. 
Yeah, you're right. To, you know what? On I may Saturday. That's right. F'd in the A on Saturday. <laughs> I may instead I fuck you in the ass on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm going to speak some truth right now that not everybody's going to be kind of emotionally able to handle. Mm. Okay? Now, I'm going to say it, mm. and you guys can hit us back. Give me some comments online. Tell me how you feel. But this is the part where we, we stop bullshitting. Right. We yeah. just keep it real. So, again, last shot. Turn off the show. I'm actually asking people to turn off the show if wow. they can't deal with this. But I'm going to be honest. Hashtag real talk. Hmm. What, what does uh, the counter hamburger place, Five Guys Hamburger, Chronic Taco, now Cafe Rio, Subway, Chipotle, Fuddruckers, what do these places all have in common? They make a lot of money. Uh, mm-hmm. They all serve food. Todd. All right. Good. Todd, they all have restrooms. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Very good. Thank you. They all serve soda. Okay. And you guys be, be real, too. I, I don't want any bullshit from you guys. You guys have permission. I was being real. <laughs> no, you are being real. I'm, I'm, to, not, I'm not I accusing you. I trying to riddle this. The, these are all restaurants that you go to where you, you, as the English say, you queue up, you get in a line. And then you have to go through every fucking ingredient in there to choose what you're going to eat, mm. right? You go to Chipotle, right? And then you stand in line. Now, you're behind seven other people. And everybody's going, I want this. No, I don't want this. I want this. I want that. I want this. And basically, I yearn for the days which I could go somewhere and get a burrito and just be like, yo, I want a carne asada burrito. And they just make the burrito. Not like this picky-ass shit where everybody has to go through every single fucking ingredient in there. Well, I'm done with it. Sorry. Subway started I'm, this shit. I'm pro-choice. Yeah. You're, pro, you're, you're pro-choice. You believe that everybody should pour over every fucking ingredient in their sandwich, these picky-ass motherfuckers or burrito, and, well, and do that? I was thinking about adoption, but yes, I am also. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Todd, the world, the world is against you because the world is turning gluten-free. You know what I'm saying? Like gluten free, that whole movement. Celiac disease, yes. Right, right, right. Every, every. <laughs> don't laugh. It's not silly. He's being real. Exactly. You can't laugh at realness. Yeah, I'm sorry. My sister has celiac. I just wanted to say like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Celiac. All white women wish they had celiac. But no, it's it's a fake. It's a fake rich white person's disease. Anyway, um, every every place restaurant has a gluten free menu. Uh, rep- reputable should have one. But I'm, I'm, I'm not me at the grilled cheese truck. We don't. Yeah, fuck yeah, it, fuck it. But okay, <laughs> on the grilled cheese truck, if if you went and every person who walked up there, you went and you went. Oh, do you want bread? Okay, yeah, I want bread. Do you want cheese? Yeah, what kind of cheese? We have twenty different kinds of cheese. You pick. Right, it would be right. completely fucking annoying. People would go there. I don't know. Like you sit and you go to Subway and you're always behind this guy where they're like, okay, so you want the uh, Italian herbs and cheese bread? Yeah, I want the Italian herbs and cheese. Now meat. What kind of meat do you want? And then the guy goes through every fucking thing. Oh, what? Which onions do you want? All right, and goes through the whole thing. Look. I just want somebody to make me a fucking sandwich because they're the cooks. I'm not the cook. I go to the restaurant because I can't make that shit. Are, are there things that you like? Yes. Are there things that you don't like? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you like to have the choice of taking out the things you don't like before you eat it without having to pull it out with your hands? But there's not that much stuff I don't like food-wise. So I'm like, okay, but th- that's, why you, but are there that's things, why you order what you like. Are there things that you like? Yes. Are there things that you don't like? Brick and tail. Coconut. 
Would you? All right. So imagine if you had a burrito with coconut in it and it just had it. But it never happens. That's why I go to Mexican food places because I don't fuck around with coconut. Damn. Mm. All right. And so then I go in. I go into Subway and I'm like, I want a Black Forest ham sandwich. Give me a six inch Black Forest ham. And then they got to go through the whole thing. Would you say I want everything on it? But they won't do it. They will, they will ask you. That, no, 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 no. That's where you're wrong. That's where you're not being real. They will not do it, and they will ask you. Do you want? Do you want what kind of cheese? Do you want? Do you want this? Do you want what kind of mayo? Do you want the light mayo? Do you want the chipotle sauce? I don't even know what the fuck chipotle means. And then, then you go through the whole thing, right? right? I'm fucking tired of this shit. I go to Chronic Taco, and normally I just be able to go in there and get, hey, get, get, get three taquitos. You know, put some guac on that shit and some cheese, and let's be done with it. But no, I gotta wait for every person in that line to go. I want a little bit of carnitas, and then I want the onions, but I don't want the grilled onions. I want the fresh onions, and then I want the beans on top, but I don't want – the new thing these days, I don't know whenever this was an issue, is you want pinto or black beans. Yeah. Everybody asks these days. No, refried beans, pinto beans are fucking 10 times better than black beans, and you, oh. but, but now you have to go through this conversation every time. I just want to walk into Chipotle and be like, I like the barbacoa burrito, hook that up, I'll see you on the back end, and I'll pay for it, and I'll be done. Nope. But I don't want to have an interview process, and then they always hire these people who are way too fucking spunky for their jobs. Hey, man, what do you want? You want the chicken? You want... Hey, let me, let me, let me get the, uh, the barbacoa right there. All right, dude. Hey, bro. And then, then they bro you, which you're is talking always wa- condescending. You're talking wahoos. That happened at Wahoo. They do that bullshit at Wahoo's too. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying um, Wee Man's. Wee Man's, they bro you, right? Uh, uh, Wee Man's Chronic Taco? You yes. Got and then I always say, I grew up with Wee Man. I know Wee Man. I always, I, <laughs> you I always do You these. have to throw that in there. <laughs> he name drops. Yes. The, the I name drop the Chronic the cashier. Cashier. He's like, fuck you, bitch. I work for him. Yeah. One clue. The cashier does not care. Yep. <laughs> I, <laughs> I worked for Wee Man. Great, buddy. Thank hey you. bro, so do you want the Hold black it. beans or the pinto beans? I, I bust the Lloyd Benson on Dan Quayle in like the, the 1988 debates. I knew we man. I work with we man and you sir are no, no we man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I go through this and then I have to watch it because everybody these days it's all we live in a have it your way world where everybody's so picky and ha- has this feeling of entitlement that they think that every little piece reflects their own inner identity. And that's mm. what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Okay? So because you can go to Starbucks and be like, I want a non-fat, semi-creamy, matcha powder, caramel macchiato, and go through this whole thing that that makes you a person of substance because you have opinions on all these small things. And that's the same thing that happens with this, this, this new thing where all these restaurants are doing this bullshit, and I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I want to go in there and I'm just like, just do it. Just I want a burrito. I like burritos, so make me a fucking burrito. And so, you know better because you own the restaurant. That's why I pay you. You must really fucking detest Korean barbecue places. Oh, I that must, love Korean barbecue. But see, they're making you cook. What the fuck? <laughs> That's right. Why? Why are you so like pro and then? You know, they would grill this shit up myself. Yeah. No, Oscar, actually, do your job. Oscar and I go to Korean barbecue. Yeah. We've been a, 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 a bunch of times, and Oscar cooks, which that's I like it. Oscar stays and, and cooks for Son me. Son of a bitch. And I know. Like, I, you're realizing why he takes you. <laughs> Give me a beer. <laughs> what I don't like about Korean barbecue, this is off real talk, is yeah. that they have nothing for the Hispanic to do because you're cooking your own food. Right. Yeah. I, okay. The Hispanic has nothing to do now. Yeah. That's and true. I went, the, I went the Hispanic to a, is out of a job. It's stealing jobs. I, I went to a joint, right? And like this, it's a really famous Korean barbecue place in Koreatown. Mm. And I went with a, bu- with a bunch of friends. Uh, and 
I was like, check it out. Check out what the Hispanic is doing in this place. So, you know, you're cooking up your what own food. What he's reduced to. What he's reduced to. Yeah, right. So you're cooking up like your own that, food, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, your grill is all black and charred with, you know, all the meat. The Hispanic is the guy who comes <laughs> and takes out your grill and it. replaces <laughs> it. With the shitty reduced, ass one. Reduced to just the grill changer. And that person is always looking down at the floor like they are shameful. Yeah. The person I, that's yeah. changing that thing. He'd, ra- he'd rather be cooking at, uh, you know, Panda Express. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to Far Out show today oh uh put up your comments at faroutpodcast.com uh hit us up we're on twitter at at far out oh wait i don't need i don't need to do these plugs we have a new outro with all of it in it so buck perez oscar Toledo, thank you for coming out gave you guys a, a nice long show today so i hope you enjoy it i gotta ease off on the platforms <laughs> gracias The door is closed, the light's out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Lula, 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 Uncle Satchmo's lullaby. Ich sag gute Nacht. And I said goodnight. Schön, Lord.